Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Notre Dame fans, Mike Singer, Kyle Kelly, uh, right here on our Blue and Gold YouTube channel. We're talking some Notre Dame football recruiting on Thursday, September 21st. Can you guys believe that that uh, Ohio State game is just two days away? Uh, Super pumped up for that one. Kyle, you got to be absolutely stoked to go see that game in person. Yeah, especially after somebody put on the uh, loose emoji message board that tickets were going for like fourteen grand or like something crazy. It was just like I can't even remember the number. It was just uh, obscene. So yeah. the fact that I get the pleasure of being there in person to do my job is uh, extremely exciting. Yeah, we got pretty cool jobs. Sometimes it's not as glamorous as people might think, but. Uh... Yeah, definitely uh, pretty neat um, to go and cover that game in person. Um, yeah, about 12 hours ago, I signed off the uh, the that mega show last night 
and um i'm feeling the side effects because i am exhausted and then right after that you know i got to post it as a podcast and kind of put the final bow on that editing process and then right away started prepping for this show you know working on our outline and uh you know setting up the show and everything um so yeah i'm a little tired today but uh yeah if, if you guys are like what the heck show are you talking about mike if you're listening to this via podcast maybe you're not familiar uh we had nine total people on our show uh you know me hyde Goolsby. Uh, Horka, Sobel, we had the two on three rankings guys on who got a lot of uh, heat from the YouTube comments, but I thought they were tremendous, a really good insight. Like if you just want to yell about rankings, then just, and that just makes you angry and, you know, nothing they could say is going to change your mind on anything or you're maybe not change your mind, but you just don't want to learn anything to just get past it. But if you want to hear some football guys talk football, I thought that was really good. <clears throat> Always Irish. John Kennedy was on. Um, I think that's it. No, You're Deuce Knight. The big one. Okay. There Deuce Knight. <laughs> yeah, Deuce Knight was on. That was that was sick. Uh, so about an hour into the show, we had Deuce Knight, uh, Notre Dame's quarterback commit on, and he was uh, he was fantastic. Um, and he told me that, um, you know, I asked him, you know, what's his go-to Taco Bell order? He said a chicken quesadilla. And he said there was one time he ate that five days straight. And um, I think he just became my uh, my favorite recruit of all time when he answered that question like that. So um yeah deuce night was absolutely fantastic so kyle this show last week we were talking about um probably bear bachmeyer being and i remember the the thumbnail and kind of the headline for last week was who will be first between deuce night and bear bachmeyer and it i'm telling you guys it seemed like a pretty foregone conclusion that it was going to be bear bachmeyer as notre dame's quarterback commit in the class and I really think, Kyle, things shifted. I was in my Charlotte hotel, saw Jack Larson the night before Notre Dame's tight end commit in the 24 class. Got that text from Deuce. He's like, hey, I'll be at the Ohio State game. And then I find out that Notre Dame got the, uh, that same text not uh, not soon before or not. Uh, they, they got it pretty soon before I got it. We're, I, I'm, I'm struggling this morning, but we're, we're going to get through it. Um, and I think things just kind of shifted at that point. Um, and yeah, Deuce Knight, Notre Dame's quarterback commits in the 2025 class. Um, and in our show last week, Kyle, we had our good old, uh, I mean, a lot of people were talking about on the board and on Twitter for the ever since the past seven days, people have been really talking about the whole priority argument that we got into. And it was interesting reading the, the YouTube comments um afterwards and a few people were like guys you're just arguing semantics and it's that was pretty true like we were kind of just talking about arguing if something was half full or half empty but i think where i'm landing on with this is kyle you made a good point when you were like why didn't they offer bachmeyer when they offered knight i was like i don't know i don't really have an i don't have an answer for that i think part of it is different recruiting processes you just get new information at different times like i get where you were at with that um and there there's i mean so i i would argue partly that right like you just get new information as a coaching staff um things just kind of develop differently um but like i said you did have a a good point which i'll go back to 
they prioritized both, right? Like they prior they're prioritizing Derek Meadows and Talon Taylor, the twenty twenty five receivers. Like they want they want both guys. Um, you know, like James Flanagan, the twenty twenty five tight end. They're like he is the priority at tight end, but I don't think there's anyone at twenty twenty five tight end recruiting that's that Notre Dame's targeting quite like James Flanagan. Um, but I don't think that was the case with with Bachmeyer and, and Knight. There's a difference. This is kind of where I'm going to land on. There's a difference between priority and preference. Like I think their preference was always Knight, which is why they kept calling him um, and, and pushing for him. But they still prioritize Bachmeyer, which is why they were ready to take his commitment if that was the route that he was going to go. Um, but it didn't, and it, I think this kind of just worked out perfectly for Notre Dame. You know, my sources were like, "Look, we'll do cartwheels." You know, if we get either passer, but if you had to pick one, it was going to be night to answer your question and everyone's question. Uh, but I don't think that means they didn't prioritize Bachmeyer because they were potentially going to take him without getting Knight's answer. So I don't know if you have any comments on that, Kyle. Yeah, I mean, uh, obviously I was pretty hard on you uh, last week with our whole priority argument, but I think I was also struggling between priority, primary, and there was a third P which was preference. And I think that that's yeah. the, the P I was looking for. Like Notre Dame always preferred Deuce Knight. That's a yeah. really good way of putting it. And I think the easiest way to summarize it is they got their guy. You know, yeah. they they got Deuce Knight. I think, you know, like 1A, 1B, uh, but that was their, their preferred guy and they got him in the fold. Now it's time to start building that 2025 class and that begins Saturday. I don't know about you, Kyle, but covering him, it's just given me like, oh, we lost Kyle. Oh, I'm here. Now we got Sorry. Kyle. <laughs> Sorry. Kyle, I don't know about you, but covering Deuce Knight in this past week, um, I mean, yeah, I'd say since Friday, so about six days, I've just been so rejuvenated. Like, there's something about the quarterback commitment that just really gets you going. There's just so much excitement. I mean, Yes, part of it is he came on our YouTube show last night and was absolutely phenomenal. But just how he's handling himself on social media, the the choosing hard, picking Notre Dame all those over all those SEC schools. Um, just I mean, honestly, the ranking, the ranking is really exciting. On three does rank him highest. I want to just throw that out there. But there's there's just a lot for me right now that's just so excited. He's six hours from me in a drive. I'm making that six hour drive here in a few weeks. Like I just need to go see Deuce Knight play in person. I want to meet him in person. I don't know, man. Are you, are you feeling pretty like excited about this as a recruiting reporter, Kyle? I'm very excited. I, I know you've like kind of been our primary Deuce Knight guy. You have a great relationship with him, but I, uh, you know, exchanged a couple messages with him throughout the week and I, just thanked him for being such a, a great sport with us about always help him and or helping us cover his recruitment. He's been great for us. Just he's made our, our coverage so much easier and, and so much better too. I mean, you did a, an outstanding job on your Q and a with him after his commitment where you hammered home all the hard hitting questions and he uh, did an excellent job with his answers and it is really exciting when you get a 2025 quarterback commit because I think you and I are both on the same page where the um, idea that like 
the Pied Piper, like getting your guys, you know, to recruit the class for you and everything like that. It's a little overrated, but I think in Notre Dame's case here, um, there are a couple of guys that are on the fence, specifically some that are visiting for the Ohio State game this weekend that are getting close to a Notre Dame commitment, that they have Notre Dame as their top school, or if they're not their solo top school, Notre Dame is right there competing with a, another program. And there are some guys that are on the fence that are just waiting for the momentum to, to build in the 25 class, and now they have it. I think we're going to see a couple guys come off the board over the next few weeks and uh, throughout football season now that Notre Dame has their number one guy. They have their face of the 2025 class. Like Some recruits are a little bit differently. They don't want to be the face of a recruiting class. And I think uh, Notre Dame specifically, the guys they target are a little bit like that. They're a little bit more humble. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, they, they don't want to boost themselves out and be boastful and that, and that sort of thing. But I think that this commitment could be really big just from the standpoint that it's really going to allow Notre Dame to get a, a great head start in, in this recruiting cycle. And I think some of the guys were in the past, like, your Ryan Wingos or Jeremiah McClellans and those sorts of guys that even though CJ Carr was in the fold, Notre Dame wasn't able to land them. I think that you're also, you have helping you that Notre Dame's having an amazing season. They're going to be uh, in the conversation for the college football playoff. They beat Ohio State this Saturday. You have a, a potential Heisman hopeful quarterback in Sam Hartman. All those things matter. And when you put that all together with your face of the class, a five-star quarterback from the South, that's a really big deal. Not five star yet, but I, I think he'll probably get it. Maybe. Fringe five star potential guy. Yeah, he's uh, trending that way at least. With his yeah, a couple rate. comments. David says, "I know he's only a junior, but he needs to add twenty or twenty five pounds by the time he enrolls at Notre Dame." I mean, he's listed at 6'4", 180, and this is sophomore tape. My understanding is that he's closer to two hundred pounds now. So there you go. Um, JKR says, "Bear was the pawn, and Deuce was the rook for all you chess players." Um, me, I, I see. I, I kind of asked like Notre Dame sources that, like, how much was this just like a, um, just using Bear to get through? And and I wrote about this a blue and gold. I think Notre Dame did a masterful job with this, Kyle. I don't know if you read my story, my little reflection story. And folks, please do check that out, blueandgold.com. Uh, one dollar for a month offer right now to join the the Blue and Gold Club. Um, or you can get half off your annual, annual subscription if you want to go ahead and take the plunge um, and, and do an annual sub. So I recommend doing that. Um, I was like, this is it was a masterful job because by offering Bear Bachmeyer, they did get a secondary option. I hate I hated that that hurt, but another option I should say um, to recruit. Say didn't put all of their eggs in the one basket, right? Because that's what they did with Dante Moore. And, you know, nearly resulted in them going after a UCLA baseball commit for their quarterback in the 23 cycle, right? Um, so they had that that second option, but also by going after Bear, it did put pressure on Deuce to make that decision. If they don't go after Bear Bachmeyer, is Deuce Knight committed today? I don't think so. I think he's still uncommitted. And it's taking his time and maybe he's going to Auburn this weekend and then some other school next weekend or, you know, something like that. 
Um, so I think that this kind of made Deuce because Deuce told me I've been favoring Notre Dame for the past month. Um, I mean, let me pull up the quote. It was a really good quote. Let me pull this up, Kyle, because this was this is kind of just uh, gives validity to what I'm, I'm talking about here. So I asked Deuce. So him being bare visiting and all that may have pushed your timeline to commit. Um, wait, no, no, that's not the one. Okay. Let me, it's this one. I'm sure you saw me put in that prediction for bear to pick Notre Dame, which I, I talked about in the video I did with Darren Pritchett earlier this week. So please check that out. And I said, do you have any thoughts on that? He said, I thought about it, but in my mind, I thought that if it's meant for me to go to Notre Dame, then he won't commit. That's what I was thinking. And then I was like, man, I think he's about to commit. I don't think I can pass up on this opportunity. So I think it was a really good job for Notre Dame to get their cake and eat it too. Um, by going after Bear Bachmeyer. Um and um uh, you know still having you know the deuce knight obviously and, and kind of squeezing him a little bit. So they really couldn't have gone wrong. And that's what he'd been saying for a while. They're gonna get one of these two guys. Um as long as they just don't masterfully screw something up. Um but uh they did not do that. Kyle do you know what time it is? Prize picks. Oh, it's prize picks time, baby. Okay. I'm fired up to talk about some prize picks because I have been playing. And I've been, I think I've actually been playing pretty well too. So we'll go over some of my picks uh, and we'll look at some picks um, that are, are coming up this weekend as well. I'm sure there are some uh, Notre Dame Ohio State picks that we'll take a look at. Um, so this is our a sponsor for our show here, and it's Prize Picks, a fantastic company. You get to fit, you get to pick two to six players, um, and if they will go more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can win twenty five times your money on any entry. But if it, it gets it gets even better, all first time users that deposit and use this is the key promo code BGI you will get 100% instant deposit match up, up to 100 bucks. So if you deposit 100 bucks, Prize Picks will give you 100. If you deposit 50, Prize Picks will give you 50. Just download the app or go to prizepicks.com and use that promo code BGI. It's not for just college games. You got NFL, MLB, um soccer, MLB, video games, MMA, cricket, um NBA, NASCAR, things I've never heard of on here. Um it's just about anything. Use that promo code BGI, get that 100% instant deposit up to 100 bucks. Check it out at prizepicks.com. Okay. Joey says, give the video a thumbs up. Drito says, Mike dreams about price picks. I sure do, man. All right, so let's look at some of my entries, past entries. Let's see how I've been doing. Uh, not great on this power play, right? So this would have been a three-time payout. Um, not good here. We can skip the not good ones. Okay. I did a, a $10 power play to, to that pays 30 bucks to a less than 34 and a half against new England that hit and Brock Purdy less than 1.5 touchdowns that hits. Um, this one split Sam Hartman more than 238 yards last week. And then Jalen Waddle more than four receptions and he hit four receptions. So that was, um, you know, ten dollar power play. You know, netted me five more, uh, more bucks. So you know, I, I, some misses, but some hits as well. I think I've been doing pretty well. This was just a crazy power or flex play that I threw out there. That uh, I saw someone tweet, and it literally had a WNBA 
assist thing, and I did not do well. Jalen Hurts and Kirk Cousins, I did well on Thursday Night Football last week. I threw out this baseball one. That didn't hit. Um, Monday Night Football one. This one got refunded uh, because Aaron Rodgers got hurt. Um, but I'm seeing a lot more loses than wins here. But I, I feel like I'm up. So I don't know. I'm up, but I feel like these are majority of, of loses. But we're about to get a win. About to get a win, Kyle. So let's go into college football. Let's search um, Notre Dame and spell. Okay. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sammy Heisman, excuse me, Sam Hartman. More or less than 250.5 passing yards against Ohio State. 250, that is a big number, and I'm looking at Ohio State stats right now. I'm trying to and see here's something many... I like too, Kyle. You can like click on this, and it shows you what he's done in the past few games. So, But also, those teams were not Ohio State. So maybe your, your stat will help us more. Yeah, I'm looking to see how many yards per game the – oh, yeah, Ohio passing State. yards allowed. Yeah, so – I mean, granted, Ohio State's opponents haven't been great. They played Indiana, who, like, ran a triple option week one. Then they played Youngstown State. Did they State. really? Yeah, basically. It was weird. Um, played Youngstown State and then Western Kentucky. But right now, Ohio State is number six in the country in passing yards allowed per game. Number one in the Big Ten, only 143 yards. Okay. Now, I think Sam Hartman's been really impressive. But I think this is going to be your Audric estimate game coming okay. after that. Uh, um, so his more or less is 74 and a half. Oh, yeah. I love more for Audric and less for Hartman. Okay. Now, I think the rule is you can't do the same team. I think I have to have someone on the other team. What about – what do you like more? More than 74 and a half rush yards for estimate or more than – a half rushing touchdown like you think he's good like which one do you think is more likely the rushing touchdowns more of a lottery right he can have a really good game without right, getting a rushing exactly. touchdown so you so, like the more and the ohio less. state's red zone defense isn't very good they're number 109 in the country so i think if notre dame gets in the red zone that's going to be holding stays or audrick estimate time but um, I think for this Ohio State game, it's go big or go home. So let's punch uh, Audric Esme in the end zone. Okay, I think it might be you can't have even – I think it might be if you have – like you can't do two players on the same team. But let me throw – let me let me look. I also like doing NFL quarterbacks on and Absolutely. hitting the more when they have low – it's a low number like in the hundred. So let's see Desmond Ritter. We'll get back to your regularly scheduled recruiting program here in just a little bit, folks. Um, let's see if there's anybody else more. Um, I've been hitting the under on Russell Wilson's passing yardage. 
Um, let's just see real quick. See Zach Wilson, one seventy nine. Ooh, maybe not. Maybe let's not touch that one. Um, Josh Dobbs. What do you think, Justin Fields? Well, let's. Here we go, Mike. The worst passing defenses in the NFL through two weeks are the Chargers. Believe it or not, Eagles, Seahawks, Colts, and Titans. So those are like the bottom five. So I feel like um, any of the opponents there uh, could be some good plays for your passing yard total. 291. So what about 291 for Kirk Cousins? He's thrown for 364 and 344 the last two games. And who is his opponent? The Chargers. Might as well. And he's at home. We're, all right, we're just going to go with Kirk Cousins. We're just going to ride with Kirk That's Cousins. That's a high here. number, but we're rolling with Jefferson, it, baby. So he carved up it. that Eagles uh, defense on Thursday night football. So this is also kind of tasty for Mac Jones, 223 against the Jets. How is the Jets' pass defense? Oh, they're pretty good. All right, we're just yeah, going to roll with Kirk. So let me see if I can do this. <laughs> we're just going to throw in. We're going to make this a flex play so we don't have to get all three right. We can hit two of the three and Good still call. get a payout. We'll go yeah, – let's go 20. Let's just go 20, 20 doll hairs here, and let's just see if I can do this. Okay. So you can't. You just have to ha – it can't be all of the same players. So this is this is it. The payouts here, if I hit two out of three, um, I, I basically get paid five bucks and I get my money back, right? Three out of three – you know, I get my money back and then extra 25. So, all right. Excellent. So that's my prize picks for this week. And I'm sure I'll throw some more Dolphins, like more on, when I'm watching the Dolphins on Sunday. Um, who do the Dolphins have? Uh, whatever. Watch my Dolphins on Sunday and, <laughs> and enjoy that. As we're calling so many recruits, oh, Kyle's going to be very, very busy. Speaking of recruits, we'll be calling um let's kind of get into that. Uh, actually did we kind of talk about all the deuce night um did you you got to watch the interview that we did he was awesome i it i like the honesty he was like he, he he basically sounded to me like he was like i don't like school but i'm very good at it it's kind of what it sounded like I, to me. yeah that like, was a really good cool. it was like dude i don't like school either <laughs> i loved it i thought it was great so Loved it. You gotta love how he said that if he's gonna do something, he's gonna try to be great at it. So and he sure is. I mean, his his high school coach told me he's gonna be in he's like in the running for valedictorian or something. Now I don't know how his transfer kind of impacts that, but I mean, come on. Kid's a genius. I love it. Um he wasn't the only commit though. Gerby Lambert's committing to the Irish on Tuesday. Uh, this one, I mean, was pretty expected um, for a while. There was maybe like a few days earlier this month where Notre Dame kind of got a little nervous because it was like, okay, you've been like a, you know, the good old silent commit for a little while now. Like what, what's, I mean, you're going to announce or what, what's kind of going on, but you know, Gerby's just, Kyle, you kind of talked about earlier, like some of the Notre Dame kids don't really, they're, they're kind of private, you know, they're not going to put a whole lot out yeah, there. Like, yeah. dude, Gerby, I had heard you was just like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't, I don't think Gerby like wanted any spotlight. Like, he's not a media guy. It's not tweeting out. Like, most of his tweets um, are on, you know, just retweeting, um, 
you know, his teammates getting offers and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, Gerby was not going to – he just didn't want to make it all about him. And um, he, But whatever happened, picked it out September 19th at 8 p.m., and, and that's when he announced it. So, yeah, because <clears throat> this was expected for so long, I think it, like, took away from some of the excitement. But Notre Dame got, you know – I mean, he can do anything. I mean, he could be a guard. He can be a left or right side tackle for me. I mean, this is an elite, elite, elite prospect. Yeah, and it's one that Notre Dame really needed because you look at the guys that got in the uh, 2024 class on or 23 class on the offensive line, Sam Pendleton, he's going to play guard. Joe Wadding, he's going to play center. Jagasaw. He is kind of trying to recover from that knee injury, starting to get adjusted to the college game. He can play tackle right, left, um, you know, but I think we saw a little bit of him working in the interior during camp. I can't remember for sure, but um, then you have Sullivan Apsher, who's probably trending toward a true right tackle, but he's also a little bit ways from the college game as well because his high school offense, they ran the triple option. And they, he never had to pass protect. And we saw that the all all American bowl, that was a big adjustment for him. There's also a fifth guy. I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, Peddleton, Odding, uh, Jagasaw, Absher. And there was a fifth offensive line commit. And I cannot remember. I'm bringing up my class list right now. Um, sorry. I was, um, (laughs) it's not really my, I was texting somebody. Jagasaw. Chris Tarek. Bowen. Yes. Chris Tarek's another guy that's going to play in the interior. And he's a little bit of ways away from playing as well. But Gerby Lambert looks like a guy that is technically sound and has the frame, the weight, skill set to at least come in. I, I don't think he's a Blake Fisher type where, like, Blake Fisher came in from day one. He was a starting off tackle. Obviously, the injury hindered him, you know, for the remainder of the season, came back during the bowl game. Uh, but I think Gerby, like, if Joe Walt leaves, if Blake Fisher leaves, I know we both retweeted um, one of our colleagues' tweets that Blake Fisher stock up uh, with the NFL draft. So if those two guys leave, Gerby Lambert could be in competition for some playing time next year. And, like, he does kind of resemble – Blake Fisher from a rankings aspect where both were like looked at by one recruiting service as a five-star, but for the most part, um, like a top 70 guy or 75 guy and, you know, similar situations where Notre Dame is could possibly have some question marks at the tackle positions and Gerby Lambert could find himself on the way on his way uh, to the Notre Dame playing field. I think definitely by like sophomore year, I think this is a guy you're 100% going to see starting, especially with Tosh Baker moving on. Um, most likely, I think he'll almost be out of eligibility by then. But, yeah, another great guy from uh, Catholic Memorial that Notre Dame landed follows up uh, Bubakar Traore from the 23 cycle, the edge rusher uh, that looked great in fall camp, uh, legendary head coach John DiBiazzo there in the Boston area school, given Notre Dame two commits. And I wrote my five thoughts, like could see a little pipeline here for uh, 
from West Roxbury, Massachusetts to Notre Dame. I know there's a, I think it's a 2026 commit they or a guy they have on their team, really special talent. So I'll be curious to see if Notre Dame offers. Obviously we're a, a little ways away, but this is a really good pickup for Notre Dame. Like this is a, a guy you absolutely needed in this class, even though Notre Dame has three O linemen they really like. Now they have a really great one. Yeah. Love it. Um, talking about because the potential for him to start as a true freshman, I've talked about this too. I mean, I've been saying this for months. Like when you look at the O line, like if Fisher and Alt were to leave, like he really could come in. Fisher was an early enrollee in Lambert. I'm pretty sure will not be. So that will make it difficult for him. Plus, you know, I think like a, Jagason Wagner, you know, if they're, if they're ready to go at the tackle spots, that, that, that could be the duo. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, maybe one of those guys plays guard. Like I think both of them have worked out at some guard in fall camp. Is that right, Kyle? Uh, who's that now? Uh, uh, Jagasaw and, and Wagner. Didn't the, both of them work out at fall camp, at guard at some, at some points at fall camp? I'm not a hundred percent sure. I was trying to remember about Jagasaw myself, but I think Jagasaw has the ability to play guard. Yeah. I think Which, I think he can do it. Yeah. So maybe all three of them could start. Who who knows? But uh, Lambert. The the point here is that Lambert is someone we do think could play uh, pretty early in his career. Like the, he just has kind of the size and, and physical talent to um, to do that. All right. Let's get into um, some Ohio State Notre Dame. Um, visits discussion here. Now, I wanted to go through commits before we get to the targets, Kyle. Um, let me reach out real quick. Matthew says, can't wait to watch the show from last night. Dude, you really need to. Uh, it was fantastic. And if you're watching on YouTube, at least from your desktop, I don't know exactly how it will work from phone, but I had like the chapters. So it, it's basically timestamps. So maybe if you don't want to listen to the rankings, guys, because a lot of people are hating on that. If you want to skip past that, you can. But I, I thought it was really good stuff. But that's just me. Uh, Tim Tim did as well. Tim was texting me during it. He was like, oh, my gosh, I love what Cody just said about Gerby Lambert. But a lot of people didn't like it. So I guess they don't like that Deuce Knights ranked high. So I don't three. But anyways, man, I'm, I, just, I just always kind of throw that out there. Anyways, uh, yeah, let's get into the 2024 commits. So. It's it instead of Kyle going through who is visiting, it's like who's not visiting is kind of the better question. I'll let you just go through this as, yeah. as we as we scroll through it. Who is and who is not of the Notre Dame uh, of the twenty three commits? I'll throw out there. I'm assuming Gerby. I would. I'm guessing Gerby's. I can look it up. He's got a game Saturday. I would assume. Usually, though, that Catholic Memorial team does. So they I'm do. They not, play Saturday. Yeah. He's not going to be there. Yeah, we're not. And that's the same case for Logan Thomas, the edge rusher from uh, Lakewood, Ohio, St. Edward. He won't be there. Uh, Cole Mullins from Georgia. Let's just, Anthony yeah, let's just go through. Like, Cam's going to yeah. be there. Carr yes. is going to be there. Gerby won't. Kingston will be. Kedron? Uh, no. He is not coming this weekend, but he's looking to lock in a game day visit very soon. I'm gonna guess Tay will be there. Assume we'll see. No, Logan he is. Yeah, Tay's gonna be okay. Aeneas, I'm guessing, will be there. Have we heard from? Uh, yeah, he's expected to be there. Yes. 
Micah Gilbert. Micah's there. Bryce is there. Styles is there. Peter is there. Uh, Nap has a schedule conflict, I think. Um, Leonard Moore will be there. Logan Saldate is making a red eye flight to make that one happen. Uh, Bodie's going to be there. Jack cannot go. I think he's going to be at the USC game. Yep. Uh, Tebron's going to be the only official visitor for a commit. Sean Savalano, he's back. Carson's going to be back with his father. Kenny Erlacher also making the trip from out west. And like I mentioned earlier, Cole Mullins, we are not expecting this weekend. Teddy Rizak will be coming with his teammate. 2025 target, Christian Jones, Omaha West Side. And then uh, moving to the uh, 2025 class, you got to love that Deuce Knight's going to be there. I, I, you know, I, I asked him last night in our shows, like, which commits have you kind of gotten to know the best? Maybe on a couple of visits, maybe been able to see them. It's like, I really don't know many of them. Uh, and he's going, that's going to change this weekend. Um, he'll get to meet the other two commits in the 25 class of the Irish, as well as a host of targets that we'll get to shortly. So Deuce Knight's going to be in town. Uh, Davion Dixon from Miami Palmetto. When he committed, I'm kind of with some of the people who were like, this feels like, uh, um, the kid from the year before. Um, yeah. Brandon Davis Swain kind of committed out of nowhere. Blue gold impromptu. Defensive line commit in the junior class. It doesn't, you know, but dude, Davion Dixon, this is, I mean, and he's coming up from Miami. I mean, the other kid came from Detroit and he's been to campus. I mean, he's for the spring game, the cookout, and now he's coming for the house day game. Like maybe, maybe he just does stick. Um, and then of course, Justin Thurman also coming up from the sunshine state. So how about your three commits to start the class? Florida, Florida, Mississippi. Wow. That's interesting for sure. You don't see that often. No. No. And uh, yeah, Justin Thurman from Tampa Jesuits, a school that I know very, very well. Um, and that's where my family's from the Tampa area, so I really need to get yeah. back down to see him soon. I was going to go early October, but now I think I'm flipping that to go see Dukes tonight. Um, to make a drive down there. So all three of your commits in the 2025 class will be on campus. So, um, Kyle, it is time to hear from the husband and wife outfit, Mr. Rogue and his wife, Char, the craft cannabis farmers who specialize in small batch sustainable plant medicine. Kyle, I really can start. I can read this ad, I think, nearly off to just the top of my head. I've read it so many times. The true holistic type of small business, they farm and grow everything themselves and do everything by hand. Their website to visit is rogueshop.com. They sell everything from CBD, THC edibles, tinctures, smokables, bath salts, pain creams, topicals, vapes, candles, soaps, and more. Head to the website and you can even chat with the owners of the shop to ask any questions um, that you may have. Check it out at rogueshop.com if you have issues sleeping, chronic pain, or and or have anxiety, stress issues. And when you use the promo code uh, blue and gold, that's all just one word, promo code blue and gold, you're going to get 10% off your order. So check them out. If this is your kind of thing, um, if you're interested in learning more, go to rogueshop.com, uh, chat with the uh, owners of the shop, let them know that Mike from Blue and Gold um, sent you. And uh, yeah, that'd be great. Rogueshop.com, R-O-G-U-E shop.com. 
Oh, we got Kyle. So this is interesting. It's we're, we're two days away from the visit weekend starting, and we're still con- we're in this stage of confirming visitors because it's just kind of that big of a weekend. Um, so we're gonna talk about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen of the. And I want to say, Kyle, per your your lovely definition, I want to say mostly all priority targets as well. I want to say, so th- these are big names, but please, folks, listen to me. Like, all right, look, look me in the eye, okay? Right here. Podcast audience, just, just picture my beautiful face. You're going to want to go to blueandgold.com the next two days because there's going to be more reporting. These are players that we have reported on. I just am thinking that Notre Dame's got something up their sleeve, maybe a thing or two. So you're going to want to keep an eye on that at blueandgold.com. Okay? You got me? Blueandgold.com. Stay locked in these next couple days. Um, And yeah, oh gosh, Sunday. Kyle, you excited for Sunday? Like just calling all these recruits and the reporting and oh man, it's going to be, it's going to be hectic, but it's going to be good. Let's just, I'll say this. I'd rather do that than watch my uh, beloved Browns right now. So I'm, I'm about out, about as out on them as you can get. So it's great over here being a Dolphins it. fan right now. Must be nice. Must be nice. just two and O oh, both road wins. Yeah. Two and O oh, and then the rest of the way, you know, we, we still have eight home games or you know, whatever it is now. I, I did not like the change to seven, 17 games, but it's neither here nor there. Okay, let's get into the, the this recruiting weekend. Oh, Andy Nation, to be brief, what happened with Justin Scott? So are you referring to just like Justin Scott in general or why not Justin Scott's visiting this weekend? I mean, I could get my thoughts on both and then we could hear from Kyle on it, but the short with Justin Scott is follow the visits for me. He's, I mean, he's from Chicago and his first visit was in 2021 before he even got the offer. And we visited twice with an offer from Notre Dame in what, 18 months or something. Compare that to Chris Burgess. We'll talk about now another big time defensive lineman from Chicago. Of course, he's in the 2025 class. This will be like his sixth or seventh visit this weekend. Like, so he just didn't visit. And I just, I've said this before. He almost committed to Notre Dame at one point, but I also don't think that he ever loved Notre Dame all that much. That's, that's really how I feel. Um, Notre Dame finished third for him. It was Ohio state, Michigan, the Notre Dame. So um, in terms of this weekend, I just, I mean, we'll see if he visits. I don't think he is. I haven't heard anything that he will, but uh, maybe he could make a surprise trip over. That would surprise the heck out of me. <laughs> that would be a surprise. Yeah, I guess we'll see, but uh, not expecting um, Justin Scott to make it in. Um, so, yes, appreciate the two dollar super chat and ND Nation. That that's that's basically it. Now, yeah, there's a lot of people that might throw out some crazy things of what may or may not have happened there, but. I think it comes down to he. I mean, he's never visited. Like vi- visiting is very, very important, and he just never did that despite his close proximity. 
I mean, look at Justin Thurman making it down three times to Notre Dame in like eight weeks from Tampa, Florida. And Justin Scott made it twice in like 18 months from Chicago. Um, and I get it. Different people have different means and, and all that. But, I mean, t- twice in 18 months. So, um, and he was visiting quick, other schools so, too. He was visiting, like he went yeah, to Ohio J- State several times. Just, Justin Scott lives, I believe, in Oak Park, Illinois, which is – I think like with traffic could sometimes be like a 45 minute drive to school every day. And I'm pretty sure he, he's usually driving himself to school. So like dry, like those long trips are not an issue. And like he even said like those, you know, he didn't even want to take an official visit to Notre Dame because he didn't think it would be necessary because um, just from the distance, he's like, why, why would I even need an official visit? Like I can just go there whenever I want, but as it turns out, he, he didn't really make it up a whole lot. I think that pretty much summarizes it for me. I don't I don't think Justin Scott ever really fell in love with Notre Dame. I think yeah. he liked the idea of Notre Dame and liked the idea for of playing for Notre Dame, but I don't think he loved it. There's still a chance he could fall in love, but not seeing it right now. Speaking of falling in love, I've fallen in love with a tweet that has gone out since we started recording this, Kyle. Um, and I, 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 I know you've one. seen it. I know you've seen it as well. So how about this from uh, on three CEO Icon BGI News has a legitimate shot to be the number one most trafficked fan site in the network this month, up to number two and trails the top spot by a small margin. If we can pass KSR, that would be absolutely nuts. KSR is a behemoth of a website. Kentucky Sports Radio website. Like, holy crap. That would be insane. So, uh, I give a lot of credit to uh, to our, uh, Jack and, and Tyler. And Kyle, you've been... I mean, obviously, we've been busting our butts, too. But those guys, like... Uh, Jack they, they, and they, Tyler. They coverage. They're insane. Yeah, they're insane. So, just got me hyped up over here. Okay, let's get into uh, the, the visitors now. Um, and this is really a no specific order. Um, we're gonna start with Dave, 2024 visitor. Now, of course, I'm not. Please don't make me go through the whole context about Davis Andrews. He's taking the Mormon mission trip, but yada yada. You guys have heard me enough on there. Still an important target for Notre Dame in the 2024 class. We kind of always forget about him because he's technically listed as a 2024, but he's more of a 2026. But still, like if he commits, we'll be on that 2024 commit list at all these websites. So uh, Notre Dame, Utah, BYU battle here after he visits for this Notre Dame game. He's going to make a decision is what I'm told. And I, I think Notre Dame getting last visit will help here. But I don't know. I'm still kind of concerned about Utah as well from a Notre Dame perspective. I just got a text from Matt Zenitz just, you know, saying congrats on that Shannon Terry tweet. I'm just just fired up this morning. We had that three and a half hour show last night. Things are just going great, man. Um, how about Matty Augustine? Dare I call him a priority offensive tackle target, Kyle? Um, four star from a uh, Greenwich, Connecticut, Brunswick school offers from Notre Dame, Bama, Ohio State, and uh, North Carolina, many others. Um, he's making his way to campus. I think like all of the offensive tackle targets are visiting this weekend, right, Kyle? Like it's pretty much like or for all of them in 2025, like the big names to know. Yeah, I think the two priority guys <laughs> are uh, Maddie Augustine and Owen Strebig. Um 
Rowan Byrne, uh, he's listed as an offensive tackle. He was scheduled to come, but I'm starting to hear that that okay. trip might become difficult. So could see him back uh, later in the season. But, yeah, I mean, Strebig, he's our number one guy. I mean, that, yeah. that's like five-star potential dude. So, yeah, he'll be there, and that's kind of all what ma- all that matters right now. Yeah, so I, I like Notre Dame for Strebig, and I feel pretty good about that one, especially this kid's in Wisconsin, and his top two is Notre Dame. and U- It's USC, right? He's really liking USC. Unofficial. Yeah, it's, yeah I, I think those are the two teams that are doing the best in his recruitment. Okay. I, w- Wisconsin has a chance to build some momentum, but if I'm Notre Dame right now, I think I'm a little bit more worried about USC. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, recruiting has changed. Um, yeah. It was uh, Notre Dame signed a player from Wisconsin in 2002. His name is escaping. We have uh, B Dash, Brian B Dash. Um, I believe is how you pronounce it. 2000, 2002. Um, and then it it wasn't until 2022 that Notre Dame signed its next player from Wisconsin. And now you're talking about Owen Strebig. And Wisconsin might be trailing Notre Dame and USC. Like, what is recruiting these days? So, yeah, Matty Augustine. Um, and, uh, Owen, or, yeah, uh, Owen Strebeck, two huge visitors. And like I said, dare I say priority targets. Here's another one. That's a priority. Jerome Bettis Jr. From Atlanta Woodyard Academy, six, 385 pounds, uh, a player who, uh, actually I'm not going to say what I'm about to say, cause I'm going to get to that later in the show. Um, but, uh, okay. I'll just say, I'm going to see Jerome Bettis tomorrow and I'm pretty pumped about it. He, his school's like 25 minutes from me, and somehow it just it keeps falling through for me to go see him. So I'm going to go see him tomorrow. I'm pretty pumped about it. So we'll talk about that a little bit. Not the highly, not the most highly ranked player in the world. Um, he's a three-star across the board, but the physical tools are there. I mean, he's Jerome Bettis' freaking son, I, I, and he's a power five prospect. I, I don't care what position he plays. What you, you're, you're taking Jerome Bettis Jr. Like, I – if he is he a scrub? No. Okay, you're taking him. So, but he is actually a pretty good player, and I'm looking forward to seeing him in person. So, um, yeah, maybe I'll even get to meet the bus. So that'll be pretty sweet. I've not met him yet. So, pretty sweet. Moving along, Jadon Blair, Winston Salem, North Carolina, number 26 overall. This is, I like on three and how they'll just take swings on rankings, like they don't care about what other places ranks someone could. 24-7 and Rivals and ESPN all have him ranked as a three-star. On three ranks, Jadon Blair, 6'4", 180 is the number 26 overall player, number two safety. Screenshot this right now. I guarantee you that all the other sites follow with ranking him pretty high, but we will we'll, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, Jadon Blair visiting for the second time um, and, and, and I think as many months. He was on campus in July, um, so Jadon Blair making his way back up to South Bend this weekend. Pretty important visitor for the Irish. And then I'll let you talk about this one, Kyle. Uh, Chris Burgess from uh, Chicago Simeon. I, I, I touched on him earlier, but um, this is his yeah, sixth visit to Notre Dame. So, you know, already had this on there. So, sixth visit. I mean, look, March 25th, spring game. Uh, was this Irish Invasion? Was he? Did he do Irish Invasion, Kyle? June 4th? Yeah, he was at Irish Invasion. Yeah yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Cookout. Ohio State game, and it does look like Notre Dame and Ohio State are two huge competitors here. Yeah, it is. It's an it's shaping up to be that battle. Michigan's lurking. I know 
Burgess is intrigued by the SEC schools, but I think he's a kid that kind of like Justin Scott, like he had Georgia and Alabama in his top schools at one time. Justin Scott started to fall in love with Miami, but look where he ended up. He stuck, um, stayed close to home and, and um, ended up in the Midwest, you no know, barring a signing day fiasco. But I think he's going to end up at Ohio State regardless. So Christopher Burgess, same trajectory. You know, he, the the SEC schools, like for any kid, you know, are going to be super intriguing. But I like him to end up in the Midwest. And, yeah, this is a true Notre Dame, Ohio State battle. Yeah, definitely. Um, this is an interesting one. Jace Core, I'll have an, uh, an article out on him tomorrow morning. Um, Naples, Florida. Um, Lely? 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 Lely High School? Um, I bet you we a, have – I bet you we have someone in the chat because there always is. I find this amazing on the message board all the time. Someone that's from that area. So I guarantee you someone from the chat has either been there or lives there, has a home there, family or something. So um, put the pronunciation in the chat. But You anyway, just got me go started ahead. on something. You just got me started on something, Kyle. Okay. Um, several years ago, I used to cover Oregon State. That was actually my job. I covered Oregon State in Colorado before I started covering Notre Dame in 2019. Um, you know, just doing recruiting. Oregon State fans are from Oregon, and you, you just and, and you know, little California, Washington, sure, but it's a very regional. Notre Dame, dude, your point is it's it's amazing because Notre Dame's fan base seriously is everywhere. You guys will not believe how many message, private messages, emails, you know, DMs on Twitter I will get. Where it's like, hey, my daughter plays, you know, with Notre Dame commit slash target whatever here. Like all of the time, Notre Dame fans are just everywhere. This is not news to you guys, but I see the international fan base regularly, right? Like just in terms of, you know, just fans from everywhere globally and as well as across the United States. I love it. I think it makes Notre Dame super unique. We don't talk about it enough. Um, so yeah, Jace core. Anyways, I know Naples, Florida. I've been there. Um, but, uh, yeah, do not know how to pronounce that high school, but I'm sure you guys will let me know. Uh, yeah, six, 480 pounds listed as a wide receiver. Notre Dame's recruiting as a safety. Does have offers for both positions, receiver and safety. Um, but uh, Notre Dame offered him on August 1st. And uh, Irish kind of jumping in early here. Louisville, West Virginia, Temple, UMass, um, and Illinois. Those are the offers for for uh, Jace Cora right now. So seems pretty excited about his Notre Dame offer and uh, getting up to campus this weekend. And then uh, Ethan Long, teammates of uh, Matty Augustine. At Brunswick School in Connecticut, I mean, I think for both kids, it's like Notre Dame, Michigan, Ohio State. Like, it's kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, Ethan Long making his way up to South Bend. Do you have any thoughts on this recruitment, Kyle? I mean, I, I predicted him to go to Notre Dame, but it kind of seems like he could be I, – I think both of those kids are going to come off the board sometime between, like, now and January. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I kind of pegged Ethan Long in like my um, hypothetical class like a long time ago after I I learned of his connection. His his cousin played for Notre Dame was a captain. I always forget his name, but I think he was a walk on um, right around the 
like 2017 ish, 2018 roster. I forget. I think it's like Austin Webster. Don't quote me on that. But anyway, um, yeah, I really do like Ethan Long's chances of ending up at Notre Dame. But I think Ohio State's going to make this one pretty interesting. Uh, so those are the two teams I'm really watching with him. It's kind of like Burgess, Ohio State. Notre Dame battle, Penn State's in the background there yep. as well. Penn State, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Penn State's definitely in there too. Good shout. Oh. Um, so, yeah, uh, Kyle wins. TJ May, edge prospect from Highland Home, Alabama, twenty twenty five class. Of course, when he visited Notre Dame, I think it was in like March. Let's see, June. He was a summer visitor. Was he really? Huh. Who was? Um. Yeah, when he visited in June, I remember interviewing afterwards and be like, man, that sounds like a Notre Dame kid. Hey, uh, ND Nation, appreciate the super chat. Talk about fun Mexican pizza, the bomb. Yeah, they had like a jalapeno Mexican pizza. Might need to try that out today. Um, thanks for the super chat. So CJ May sounded like a Notre Dame kid to me. I just remember getting off the phone and being like, man, I could see this happening. Now, it's going to be tough to pull him out of the SEC, uh, but uh, – Dude, he's visiting. He's visiting. He's a big time player. I like him. Deuce Knight's courting him too. That's one of Deuce's yeah. guys. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. yeah, I'm guessing they've maybe met each other on visits or something like that. Um, so be intrigued to see uh, what happens with CJ May. We'll definitely talk to him after his visit. Um, from the state of Wisconsin, Michael Rowski is visiting Notre Dame this weekend. Six seven, two hundred eighty pounds. You got to see him um, a, a few weeks back. What did you think about just impressions of him and thoughts on this recruitment? I love this kid. I love his hometown. I love where he's from. I went to go see him after seeing James Flanagan in Green Bay. And I kid you not, for about 50 miles to get to his town, it was like all country back roads. So. He comes from a small town in uh, Watoma, Wisconsin. It's like only like 2,200 people. Um, it is your 100% typical one-stop light town. You know, that Watoma really has never had a Michael Roski before. So, yeah, I love this kid. He, he's he got a great frame. He's got like tree trunks for legs. Um, Wisconsin's going to be a really tough one for Notre Dame to beat here, evident by the uh, RPM. Uh, he's visited Wisconsin, I think, seven or eight times. He'll be there again this season. Notre Dame's got a chance. I think Notre Dame's running second in this recruitment right now. But if Notre Dame makes a push, um, I, I think they can make this decision really difficult on him. So this will be a second visit. He uh, visited first time around in May. Uh, that's when he picked up the offer. But, yeah, he loves Notre Dame. He loves Coach Rudolph. Um, Caleb Davis, recruiting associate for Notre Dame. He's got a great relationship with him. So, yeah, that it's a, he's an intriguing visitor. I'm really excited to catch up with him afterward. People in the YouTube chat are uh, talking about who is the 2024 mystery recruit. This – guys, like, just, just wait. Like, we're, we're, what do you want us to do? Like, just start talking about it? Like, no, just, just – oh, he asked. I'm going to talk – no, no. Just, just, we'll just, we'll just, we'll all just see Saturday. Let's just all just see Saturday, okay? Just see who's going to get there. It's just, you know, you just got to wait. Just be patient. Just be patient. Maybe even no one shows up. How do you even know there will be any recruits there? I'm kidding. Anthony Saka, Philly, uh, St. Joseph, 6'2 and a half, 215 pound linebacker. Um, 
Yeah, his father uh, was it? I think Tony Saka was Tony Saka. Yep, quarterback. Yeah, played for Penn State with John McNulty, former Notre Dame tight ends coach, and Al Golden, Notre Dame defensive coordinator and linebackers coach. So, a pretty interesting connection. So McNulty offered Saka, and of course McNulty's now at I think he's still with Alabama with with Reese, um, and uh, yeah. So you lose McNulty, but then you gain a Golden. So still really interesting Penn State. Um, connections there, and of course now the, these guys at Notre Dame. But Anthony Sacco will be at Notre Dame this weekend. Penn State, Ohio State, Notre Dame, Georgia, a bunch of schools have offered him, um, and this will be his second time visiting campus. Sacco was also at Notre Dame for the Blue Gold game. A few more guys to talk about, and and these are some huge targets right here. Talon Taylor, Talon Taylor from Chicago Land, uh, number seventy-one overall player, number twelve wide receiver in that twenty twenty-five class, Kyle. This is, in my opinion, going to be the biggest visitor on campus. This is uh, shaping up to be a Notre Dame-Georgia battle. I've always been curious to see if Ohio State gets in the mix. Ohio State loves their elite wide receivers. They pretty much always sign them from the Midwest when they offer them. So this is uh, going to be one that Notre Dame's going to need to hit out, hit out of the park. I know. Talon Taylor, those close to him are really excited to get up to campus this weekend after seeing Georgia uh, last week. This will be his, uh, I think, just his second trip to Notre Dame. Or no, sorry, he made it for the uh, grill and chill. He also made it back in March. So, yeah, this is a this is a big-time visit that Notre Dame needs to hit out of the park, and I can promise you he's going to be spending a lot of time around Deuce Night. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Devin Williams from Buford, Georgia. Um this just seems like he's going to end up at an Alabama, Georgia, Auburn, and he's just visiting Notre Dame again. I'm like, uh, it's pretty impressive the job that I'm Mike Mickens Very right. I mean, talking to him, Notre Dame's doing a really good job. It's just, just knowing Buford and like just like all right. I mean, he's been to Alabama five times, all since March. Uh, but here he is just going up to Notre Dame. And yeah, his last visit was uh, June 22nd. I think he worked out a little bit for the staff that day. I want to say you were there, Kyle. Um, but yeah, he's coming back for the, and he's got, so that's, that's the kind of the good news. Like, Oh, he's, he's visiting Notre Dame again. That's, that's pretty good news. He's sent me his um, visit list for the fall and uh, he's going to be somewhere every week. So it's not like his only visit this fall is to Notre Dame. He's going to, He's already been to Bama and Auburn. He's going back to both of those schools again. We'll see Georgia. We'll see Tennessee. I think he's going up to Ohio State and or Michigan again this fall. So pretty intriguing, but it's going to be a tough one for Notre Dame. And then uh, we'll end with uh, Mark Zachary from Indy Ben Davis. And I just want to say again, folks, this is we're going to have more reporting on additional visitors as well as there's several other visitors we have not talked about and you can find that list on our blue and gold uh, message board the loose emoji board as well as kyle's done some uh, early week reporting on this and again we will have more reporting to do on that today and tomorrow but yeah kyle mark zachary um a guy i've predicted to notre dame can't say that i have a ton of confidence in it but i do think notre dame ends up getting this one done over ohio state georgia and others yeah, it's going to be a really tough recruitment here for Notre Dame. They're doing a great job in it right now, but Ohio State, um, that's a one to watch here. He grew up an Ohio State fan, Indianapolis 
Um, it's just as close to Columbus as it is South Bend. Um, I think, yeah, it's I, I know Georgia is making things interesting, but I think this is going to be Notre Dame or Ohio State, and I would give the edge to Notre Dame right now. And usually, I don't think like uh, the result of a game will change a kid's mind one way or another, but. I think for a lot of these recruits, whether it's a Notre Dame-Ohio State battle, if Notre Dame fans show up on Saturday, if there's a lot of green in the stands, and if they win that game, it's going to leave a lasting impression in the yeah. recruits' mind. Yeah, we haven't really we, – we've kind of talked about the nuts and bolts of, like, uh, eat some of these key targets and they're visiting Notre Dame this weekend, but we haven't kind of talked about overall impact. You mentioned earlier, like, it's a little bit overrated, the impact that, like, a, so Deuce Knight committing to Notre Dame and we think it's overrated like how impactful that can be in pulling other kids to Notre Dame because at the end of the day kids are going to want to go to school where they want to go to school and that's not meaning that's not to say that there's no impact of that but it, I we just think it's a little bit overrated like oh we got Deuce Knight now every receiver in the country is going to come here like hey, come on we got to pump our brakes a little bit I also contend that a single game does not have as much of an impact either but still, Kyle, with this kind of environment, I think there's something to if Notre Dame goes out and beats Ohio State, the immediate just rush of excitement for some of these kids and how they feel about Notre Dame and that atmosphere rocking and then being with the coaches and in the locker room after the game. I do think it could lead, it could kind of be like um a a good like jolt to Notre Dame recruiting and getting maybe some new commitments in the yeah. next few days. Um, so basically what I'm saying is the game wouldn't be like, oh, now I want to commit to Notre Dame, but it can kind of be like a kid who's already wanting to commit to Notre Dame. That it, it could kind of just be like a jolt of excitement to go ahead and pull the trigger now rather than yes. a month from now. So that's kind of my thoughts. No, that's exactly the point I was trying to make with Deuce Knight's commitment earlier as well. I think, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, I don't think the result of a game is going to matter a whole lot, but just, like, it can be that little thing that just gets a recruit over the hump. Yeah. Like, I think it could happen. So, there's some guys we're keeping an eye on um, on Saturday now that Deuce is going to be there. And I think it's really important that Notre Dame is going to have such a strong commit presence because all those guys are so close with each other. And what Notre Dame did great for the grill and chill is, you know, they had about 10 or so commits there and they divided the divided these kids up. And I think into four different pods and the grill and chill on July 30th, Notre Dame had all these games and everything set up for all the recruits. But what they did is they had, not only did they have kids in a pod, but they also had two pods competing against each other, I'm pretty sure. So all these kids got to know the Notre Dame commits and other targets extremely well. And that's why you're seeing that a lot of the kids from the Grill and Chill are also visiting for the Ohio State game. Notre Dame's trying to build that class up, continue to get those recruits familiar with each other, build those relationships, those friendships. And those guys are starting to get to know the Notre Dame commits as well. So it, it they're, that bond is starting to grow, and you're going to see that continue against Ohio State on Saturday. And a win, it can go, go uh, you know, not, I wouldn't say a long way, but it can make a difference um, in recruitment. So 
We'll see what happens. You're on mute, brother. <laughs> Appreciate you catching that soon. Um, let's just wrap up today's show with who we're going to see Friday night. I'll go first because I kind of mentioned it earlier. Um, I'm not going too far from you. Going to go see um, Atlanta Woodyard wide receiver Jerome Bettis Jr., 6385 pounds. Um, really looking forward to seeing him in person because I haven't yet. So uh, talking to him about Notre Dame, uh, he'll be up there this weekend. So I'll get to talk to him, you know, a day before the visit, kind of see where his head is at, um, you know, with regards to the Fighting Irish because it just kind of seems like, Kyle, that everyone's just writing this one as he's going to Notre Dame, but it's got to happen. I mean, I just kind of want to see where his head is at. So it's like, if everyone just says, oh, he's going to Notre Dame, well, why hasn't he committed to Notre Dame yet? So I just kind of want to see where his head is at. You know, with the Fighting Irish, what other schools are are competing in his recruitment? He did tell me the other day um, that he might go out to USC for a game this fall. There's just no way that Jerome Bettis' son goes to USC, right? (laughs) I mean... It was oh, the same thing. Can't be USC. Yeah, it was the same thing with Bryce Young. You know, Bryant Young's son. I I know Bryce visited USC. I'm pretty sure he visited Michigan, Michigan. as well. But yeah, when push came to shove, he he's Irish. Yeah, I will be seeing him next weekend. Little little teaser. So I'm going to go back out to Charlotte next Friday, and you will be seeing quite the talented prospect. Recently got a little bump in the on three rankings as well. Yeah, Cam Williams, Glen Bard South, Glen Ellen, Illinois. Um, I was at his commitment ceremony last. I think it was uh, – I know for sure it was June 2022. I, I don't remember the date. But, yeah, that's when I lived in Chicago, and I made the trip down to uh, Glen Ellen. I was there to watch Cam commit to Notre Dame, and it's pretty impressive he stayed as strong in his pledge because, like, he is a five-star wide receiver, and – uh, he literally isn't, but I think he's going to end up that way in the 24 cycle. And he has just been all Notre Dame through and through, through thick and thin. And, um, he has not wavered once. So I'm excited to see him. He's just an incredible talent, incredible kid, Notre Dame kid. He's awesome. And, um, it's almost like we owe it to him to go out there and, and see him again. And I'm going to be excited to get some video of him and we'll be able to talk about him a little bit more next week. Yep, we certainly will. Um, so, yeah, that is going to wrap up uh, today's show. Stay locked into blueandgold.com, of course, uh, for more Notre Dame recruiting coverage for this monumental uh, weekend. Of course, we'll have articles from our travels on the road and then, you know, Ohio State's Notre Dame preview content um, on the actual game side as well. Check out that show from Wednesday night as well. I added timestamps. Um, so on the video, so you can, you know, maybe just, if you just want to see the deuce part, if you just want to see the always Irish Mike Goolsby dialogue, which was fantastic. So you can check that out um, on our YouTube channel. Please do hit the thumbs up though on this video, subscribe to our channel for more content. Um, yeah, that's going to wrap up this video. Uh, great stuff, Kyle. Appreciate you guys for watching. And as always, we will catch you next time. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 
in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older in present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Fanduel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE. NY or text Hope NY in New York.